What's up, guys? It's your boy, Austin. Thank you for joining us here at The Lost Art. We had a monumental week last week with the first episode, and I want to appreciate each and every one of you that listen. I know that a lot of you guys were looking for where the podcast was at. Obviously, I'm using the Anchor app. I'm promoting the Anchor app. So I definitely recommend that you guys use the Anchor app to listen. It gives you the full version with all the cool little music clips and all that kind of stuff. If you listen on Spotify, you're not going to get those due to copyright laws. Again, I would highly suggest that you use the Anchor app to listen to my podcast and you'll get all of the goodies when you listen on the app. So I encourage you to do that. If not, it's cool too, but you'll get the full version on the Anchor app. So just download it. It's available on iOS. It's available on Android. So you're good to go there. So I am very excited about this week's episode, episode two. A lot of stuff's been happening. A lot of stuff's been happening. Uh, Today is Monday, January 27th, and start to the week. And unfortunately, we so, you know, we suffered a loss, actually more than one loss. We, we suffered losses. And I'm going to get into that a little bit and, and talk about it. Um, I'm going to go ahead and tell you guys exactly what's going to be happening in the show. And then we'll get into that for a second. So the first thing we're going to talk about is we're going to no. this is one thing that I I had a couple of friends and a couple of listeners contact me via text, and one question that was asked that kind of got me thinking was, well, what are examples of society attacking alpha males? And it was an honest, it was an honest question. And, you know, one thing that I have to remember when I'm doing this show is, is that not everybody understands um, what's going on with alpha males in this society. And... You know, I kind of have to lay the foundation down and so you get a better idea. I know that's not what we're looking for every day. We're not looking for, okay, how am I being a victim? You know, unfortunately, that's kind of how our society is, has, you know, that's the result of all this, you know, craziness that's happening in the media and all this promoting of, you know, being a victim. And that's not something that that's not why I'm doing the podcast. I'm not sitting here and saying, woe is me. Oh, we're being. Uh, victimized, we're being attacked, we're not having uh, equal rights, we're not having equal representation in the mass media and on Facebook and all that kind of stuff. That's not what this is for. This is basically just to be like, hey, it's okay if you're an alpha male. It's okay to show those characteristics. And in fact, I think it's, we need it more than ever. And I'm promoting, you know, males in our female listeners that are, that are tuning in. You know, I'm promoting alpha males to kind of, you know, be able to be themselves, be able to show those manly characteristics that, you know, we as alpha males need to basically project to, you know, because that's who we are. You know, we're being who we are. And, you know, I know a lot of females are looking for alpha males because of this movement against alpha males. And so, I'm just promoting that. So whether you agree with me, you don't agree with me, whatever, that's what this podcast is about. That's what the show is. 
So if you think that this is just me getting on a soapbox and complaining about how we're being persecuted and we're, we don't have rights, that's not what this is. This is basically saying, hey, we're alpha males. This is who we are. These are the characteristics of an alpha male. And this is how we decide we're going to handle things. And that's what it is, period. So, you know, if you think that I'm complaining or whatever, then this ain't the podcast for you and you're not really getting the purpose of the show. So just want to throw that out there. All right. So what we have on the board for today, uh, address how society is attacking the alpha male. I'm going to give you guys some examples of that in the media. I'm going to you know, play a um, advertisement. We're going to discuss some advertisements. Actually, I'm going to do two advertisements. And I'm going to do a compare and contrast, and we're going to see which one is projecting a positive light on this on the subject. So, segment one is you know we're going to briefly acknowledge uh, losing inspirations. We're going to talk about you know the unfortunate helicopter crash that happened. I'm not going to go all day on it, but I'm going to, I'm going to touch on that. And I'm going to touch on, you know, again, there's people that are acting a fool right now. And we have to remember that, you know, whether you like, you know, Kobe Bryant or, or not, we lost somebody that was a very influential person. And I'm going to get into all that because I know there are a few guys are triggered <laughs> about, you know, how the media is portraying this. And, you know, we have to step back and let it happen. You know, we're, we're too we're so quick to make judgments based off of what we read and we get all pissed off without hearing the entire story. Okay. And we're, I'm going to kind of talk about why the media exists and what their job is, what their job is, because a lot of you guys, I don't really think no. So I'm going to explain my viewpoints on that. So that's the first part. Second part is how uh, society is attacking the alpha male. Segment two, True alpha male doesn't allow a woman to change himself. He finds someone who lets him be himself. The other thing that I'm going to cover in segment two is don't let your partner's wounds that were cut from somebody else bleed on you. And then, of course, segment three, Mr. Turio makes an appearance. And we'll, we'll just let Mr. Turio explain what that is. So I'm going to kind of keep you on the line for that one. You won't want to miss that segment. That one's a good one. All right. So segment one. Let me talk about what's going on with this helicopter crash situation. Well, what's going on with this helicopter crash situation is, is we lost not only Kobe Bryant, but unfortunately, he lost his daughter. Unfortunately, we lost some other um, people that obviously their families are missing. We don't really know too much about them because obviously... They're, they weren't really public figures. Now, one gentleman, I think you would be able to consider him a public figure. All right. And, you know, I'm going to explain something to y'all. What I need to explain is the mass media or popular media is going to cover what the mass population is going to listen to. All right. I'm not saying one person's life means more than another. Okay. We're not, we're, that's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is 
Kobe Bryant um, passing on is going to get more people tuning in to your television program, more people getting on your website, more people reading the newspaper than somebody that's not a public figure. That's why it came out first that, unfortunately, he died along with his daughter. Okay? Now, what I've been seeing, I mean, I've just, I just saw this. My girlfriend, actually, I was over at her place and we were watching Star Wars and she was on Facebook or whatever. And she tells me, hey, did you hear about Kobe Bryant? I'm like, no, I'm, in, you know, I'm watching, you know, watching Star Wars. And she's like, no, Kobe Bryant went down in a, in a helicopter accident. I was like, wow, that's, that sucks. I mean, you know, obviously I know Kobe Bryant because he played in the NBA for a number amount of years. He won championships. He won, you know, some gold medals in the Olympics. I mean, he's a predominant figure. So obviously, I, you know, there's a reaction to that. Now, of course, I, w- I said, well, who else was involved in the accident? You know, common sense tells you, well, there was a pilot to that helicopter. So obviously the pilot probably didn't survive. And was there anybody else? And so, of course, it went into more detail about that. And so, um, you know, we got into we got into that now. I'll be honest, I thought I had my my information all lined up so I could talk about the other people that were involved. So bear with me. But as I'm looking up this information, you know, what I want you guys to think about is, is before we start judging, um, you know, the people that were or judging the mass media, I mean, you have to give them a fair shake too, all right? Their job is to report the news. Their job is to report What's going to get them the most viewers, the most likes, the most attention, all right? Obviously, Kobe Bryant's predominant figure. Everyone knows who he is. And if you don't know who he is, he's a famous basketball player, if you don't follow basketball. Played in the NBA for the Los Angeles Lakers, all right? He influenced a a lot of people. He had a lot of followers. He had a lot of fans. And, of course, they're going to report that first, okay? But there's, like, this outcry because all these other people aren't getting the same attention. Well, like I said, guys, they're not going to get the same attention because they weren't celebrities. They're not, that's not a huge, that's not a huge following. You're not going to say, well, this person died as your headline. What's going to grab the attention? Well, the headline is, is Kobe Bryant and his daughter, right? They're more well-known. So, you know, you have to, you have to kind of sit back and you have to realize the situation, all right? And the situation is there was, you know, somebody that was a celebrity, if you want to call him that. I mean, I would call him a celebrity. Gotten to, um, you know, was, was a part of this tragic occurrence. So, you know, the mass media is not saying that Kobe Bryant is first and foremost. And who cares about the other people? That's not what they were saying. Now... After we got more information, we know who's in, who was involved. All right? But, you know, going back to this, why am I bringing this up? Well, I'm bringing this up is because we're so quick to judge. All right? Calm down. Figure out where the information is. Let the information come to us. Once you, you know, let us find out more. In this age of instant gratification, you know, we are so quick to, to judge and make critical comments. <clears throat> 
let time happen. Give them a few hours, okay? Now, not only was Kobe Bryant and his daughter, 13-year-old daughter, involved in the accident, but here's the other ones that were involved, all right? So John, now, he has an Italian last name, Alto Belli, Alto Belli, John Alto Belli, who had been a head baseball coach at Orange, Orange Coast College for more than two decades, was on the plane. It was confirmed by the, uh, by the school. Now, Orange Coast College is a uh, two-year college. All right, baseball coach. I played junior college baseball. I mean, that sucks. I'm sure he inspired and coached and mentored a lot of young men And that's a huge loss, you know, and his wife was also on the, in the helicopter. Yep. And one of his daughters. So that's, that's somebody's family. I mean, it's terrible. And the reason why that was going on is because um, his daughter, and I'm talking about John, he played with Kobe Bryant's daughter, uh, Gianna. Bryant, and that's why they, uh, you know, were up there. And so something about John, which is really interesting, is he amassed more than 700 wins as a college baseball coach and coached multiple MLB players in the Cape Cod League in Massachusetts. Um, his son is also a scout for the Boston Red Sox. So, you know, this is somebody that has inspired, has coached, has mentored, was successful, from what I also read, you know, he won two state titles. You know, so, you know, that's a big loss to a lot of people. All right, so girls basketball coach Christina Mauser was also among the victims. Served as an assistant basketball coach at the Harbor Day School. As an assistant coach at Bryant's Mamba Sports Academy. You know, left behind three kids. Tragedy. Ara Zobayan, the pilot on the helicopter, also went down. Licensed commercial pilot for more than a decade. So uh, he was also certified to fly under instrument flight rules. So, I mean, we're talking about somebody who has, you know, helped people get to and from places. Had a lot of people's lives on the line. You know, unfortunately, he passed on. Sarah and Peyton Chester. Sarah Chester and her daughter Peyton were also aboard the helicopter. All right. They described them as strong, kind, intelligent, funny, beautiful. And Peyton was also on the youth basketball team with Gianna Bryant. So those are the ones that were involved in the crash and you know I want to give them a shout out because obviously um, they were involved and I feel really bad for their families that had to suffer these losses now the reason why I'm bringing that up again you know as alpha males you know we want to make sure that we're projecting the right attitude and we have to project the right way. You know, during times of loss, during times, you know, during hard times in general, you know, we're looked to for strength. And 
you know, what the thing that kind of disturbed me was, you know, I'm getting on social media and of course my whole timeline is filled up with Kobe Bryant, you know, Kobe Bryant tributes and all this stuff about Kobe Bryant. And then of course, you know, there's people that are putting on, you know, who are the other victims of the crash and they're telling people, oh, you shouldn't be, you know, you shouldn't put Kobe Bryant above others. No human life is more than another. Like, I, I totally get, I understand that. And I understand why they're, why they're triggered and why they're saying those things. But you also have to understand too, like I said, what the media's job is. The job is to pull a broad audience. Nobody knew those other people in the helicopter except for their families, extended families, friends, that kind of thing. The public knows Kobe Bryant because Kobe Bryant's famous. They're never saying they never said that Kobe Bryant was more important than anybody. They're just reporting the news to a broad audience. That's why it's called broadcasting. All right. So we have to kind of sit back and look at the bigger picture here. Okay. That's why it, it's it's gained notoriety because of the name. Now they now people are curious. Well, who else is there? Now, of course, the, the mass media has reported on that. US that's I got all that information from USA Today. It's on their website. So what I want you guys to do is, is, you know, if you want to find out more, you know, do your research. That's what alpha males do. Alpha males don't go off of emotions. Alpha, alpha males don't, aren't quick to judge. They sit back, they evaluate the situation, then we form an opinion on all the facts. All right. Now, the other side of this is, is, you know, we have some people on social media. Well, I want to call out a couple of groups of people. The first group of people I want to call out is I want to call out the people that claim to have, you know, loved Kobe Bryant and wanted to see him go in the Hall of Fame and all this kind of stuff. But before this event even happened, you were denouncing him and you were saying all these horrible things about him, about how he's a womanizer, how he's a cheater, all that kind of stuff. And this is back whenever he cheated on his wife. That was made very public. And that was all over the media because, again, what are we talking about again? Broadcasting. Broad audience. Okay, so all you haters out there that were denouncing him and calling him a, you know, a piece of crap for cheating on his wife. You know, and, and that whole thing. I mean, if you want to find out all the details on that, of course, you can look that up on the Internet. But, you know, he made a mistake. He owned up to it. He wasn't a perfect but I understand why there's a huge loss, all right? But what these people are doing is they're saying, oh, you know, he's this great, he's the greatest person in the world. Like, why is it whenever somebody dies that all of a sudden they're like the greatest person in the world? You know, what about death makes them the best? I mean, you know, back a few years ago, you were denouncing him. You were calling him every name under the book. He should be fired. The Lakers should trade him. He shouldn't be in the NBA anymore. I mean, I mean, let's be real, guys. I mean, they're professional athletes, okay? We're not trying to cure cancer here. They make mistakes. They make a lot of mistakes. They're well-known. They're popular. So the magnifying glass is on them. And when they make a mistake, they blow it up 10 times. Now, am I saying it's cool for him to cheat on his wife? Obviously not. You know, he made a commitment, you know. But <laughs> the other thing that you guys don't realize is, is, you know, they're human too, they may have abilities that aren't that don't seem human. Like Kobe Bryant was a freak. If you don't know about Kobe Bryant, he got drafted right out of high school into the pros. It was sticking with the pros his first couple of years. I mean, imagine playing, you know, being your senior year, 
Then the summer passes by, and then all of a sudden, now you're in the NBA playing with the likes of Michael Jordan. What? Allen Iverson? Like, that's crazy. So what are you going to do whenever you're a young kid like that, and you're playing in the NBA, and you're making millions of dollars? I mean, you're going to be highly sought after. You know, when women are throwing themselves at you day in and day out, day in and day out, you know, I can only imagine what that's like. I mean... We like to think that women throw themselves at us, right, guys? But, I mean, to that level, every city you go in, I mean, there's hundreds of women, you know, basically parked out in front of your hotel, you know, just throwing themselves at you. I mean, after a while, I mean, I'm a guy too. I mean, that's, you know, you're going to crack at some point, right? Or maybe you're not. I don't know. That's not for me to say. Not in that situation. But... You know, there's, there's a lot of things that we don't take into consideration whenever we're judging people. And alpha males don't do that. We sit back, we take in all the information, and we, you know, we form an opinion. The second group of people I want to call out is I want to call out the people that, <clears throat> you know, are denouncing this whole thing. You know, they're saying a lot of negative comments on Facebook because, again, we see something on social media and we immediately react to it without looking at all the facts. And we have guys on there that are saying, well, you know, his life isn't worth more and it shouldn't be publicized as much as somebody that have given their lives in the line of duty. And we're talking about military. We're talking about cops, you know, police officers, firefighters, right? And I understand where you're coming from. You know, I understand that. But again, I'll say it for the fifth time on this show. The mass media, broadcast TV, broadcast TV, is going to put out names and faces and stories about people that everybody or the mass population knows about or has heard of. Just because you're not, just because you're not famous doesn't mean that you're anything less, but I'm telling you why you see that. That's why you don't see soldiers' names in the headlines. That's why I don't see firefighter names in the headlines. You see them, like there'll be stories about them, but it's not blown up to the magnitude of this story. Reason being, again, is because they're not as famous. But the mass media isn't saying that they're worthless. I don't take it that way, and I don't think you should. But in this day and age where you know we can all be commentators, We're going to get online and we're going to post about how, you know, this shouldn't be blown up. How we should give more attention to the people that we lost overseas fighting for the country. You know, I get it. But again, we need to sit back and take a look at a greater, you know, look at the greater scheme. We need to sit back and look at ourselves and say, okay, is this the image that we want to project? Okay, I'm obviously, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm training and uh, testing to become a firefighter. I have a huge support for anybody that's in law enforcement, firefighters, military, all branches. All right, totally support them. Whenever I can, whenever I see something unfortunate that happens and they post it, I try to repost it on my page. You know, we lost two paratroopers. I think it was yesterday, the day before over in Afghanistan. And I posted that. So I do my best to spread awareness that, you know, yes, we are fighting a war still. Yes, we are still losing lives. 
All right. But I'm also posting about how, you know, we're unappreciative because I think everybody as a whole, you know, I haven't met one person that's against our military, at least personally. Obviously, there's Annie Afta and there's other people out in the world that, you know, feel differently. And that's unfortunately the case. But I definitely support it. But I'm just we, we have to look at the bigger picture here. All right. So God bless to all those that, you know, lost their lives. You know, I feel bad for their families. You know, that's a huge loss to take. So I'm just going to kind of end it on that note. All right. Now, let me address in the next part of the segment how society is attacking the alpha male. So again, I found out through a listener, you know, I, I happen to know, and it was female. And she said, well, you know, how is society attacking alpha males? I don't get it. Well, one thing I forgot to think about, and this kind of put things in perspective, and this is why I'm running the show. Not everybody sees it, not everybody's you know noticing it because it's just kind of become status quo, and it's unfortunate because I think now more than ever we need alpha males in a time in times like this we need alpha males, and the example that I want to show you guys or I want I want you guys to listen to is Gillette came out with a commercial. I think it was last year or the year before. And Gillette, obviously, you know, Gillette, razor company based in Boston, Massachusetts, I believe. Famous tagline, a best a man can get, right? Well, they decided to do an advertisement on masculinity. And a lot of people, especially males, were not happy with it. And so what I'm going to do is, is I'm going to play this and I'm going to kind of break this down for you. If you want to watch it, just go to YouTube and type in uh, Gillette Toxic Masculinity and it will come right up. It'll be a picture of a little boy's face. And yeah, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to play this for you guys. I'm going to break this down. I'm going to show you guys why um, this isn't helping the situation. Bullying. The Me Too movement against sexual harassment. masculinity. Is this the best a man can get? Is it? We can't hide from it. It's been going on far too long. We can't laugh it off. Who's the daddy? What I actually think she's trying to say. Making the same old excuses. Boys will be boys. Boys will be boys. Boys will be boys. But something finally changed. Allegations regarding sexual assault and sexual harassment. And there will be no going back. Because we, we believe in the best in men. Smile, sweetie. Come on. To say the right thing. To act the right way. Bro, not cool. Not cool. Some already are. Ways big and small. But some is not enough. It's not how we treat each other, okay? Okay. Because the boys watching today will be the men of tomorrow.
All right. So that was the uh, the clip. It's about a uh, minute 45. So let me break this down for you. So I'm not going to play this whole thing again, but I'm just going to kind of break it off in chunks. So what this commercial is saying is that there is such a thing as toxic masculinity and go to this website to learn more. <laughs> okay. So I'm sitting here trying to buy a razor, right? Where's the razor commercial? You know, where's the guy, you know, staying in the bathroom, cutting the razor, filling up his face, thinking it's the best shave he's ever gotten in his life. Well, no, I'm being lectured to by a, by a, a, a big, huge razor company that sells razors for way too much money. I'm being lectured. I'm being told that being a male is somehow toxic and all the things that we're doing, um, you know, <laughs> are unmanlike and we're not gentlemen. We all just want to catcall and feel up women at inappropriate times without even knowing them. I mean, come on. Are you serious? Unbelievable. So we basically got a one minute and 45 lecture about how it is uh, in today's society. Society is apparently filled with nothing but rapists and meatheads and guys that want to fight all the time. We can't have that. So go to this website and learn more about how you can stop being toxic to society and be more like what we want you to be. All right, well, let me tell you guys right now, and we discussed this on the last episode, being an alpha male is a good thing, right? We talked about all the characteristics that make an alpha male an alpha male. Well, some, 12 to be exact. There's a lot more, but those seem to sum it up pretty well. Did any one of those characteristics say rape somebody? Not that I read. Did any one of those say, gang up on somebody and beat the ever-living shit out of them? Nope. But the problem is, boys and girls, we're being told by a razor company that that's exactly what's going on. And somehow they became the authority on what is masculine. And what's going on in the world? Well, let me tell you guys this. What happened after that? Let's talk about the ramifications of this, of this ad. The ramifications were, you know, they were jumping on this bandwagon, this Me Too movement, this radical feminism. That's pretty much what it is. And you know what they, you know what they got after running that? They got an $8 billion write down which means they lost $8 billion in sales. Clearly, they did not speak to the modern American man with that ad. They sure the hell made the, the group on The View very happy. Oh, boy. They loved that. They were eating it up. They did a whole segment on their show. You know, The View, all-female panel, going off. Talking, I mean, I, I can't stomach that show. It's so blatantly obvious that they are just men of the devil. Women need to rule the world. Castrate every man and let's just 
take over. I mean, that's, <laughs> I mean, it's crazy how one-sided that show is. It's funny, the view, it's one view. It's their view. Nothing but females in the audience clapping at everything that they say, thinking that they're geniuses. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. And that's the problem, guys. It's not just these advertisements. It's shows like this. It's the Oprah's. It's the view. You're getting one viewpoint of a topic. And then what's crazy is, is that people are believing that. You have to search out information. I mean, I'll repeat myself. We live in a time, gentlemen, where we have access to the most information that we've ever had access to in the history of mankind. If you really want to know about something, do research. But for some of whatever reason, it could be ignorance, it could be you know instant gratification. We want to listen to these people that are in these positions, and I don't know. We just think that you know they they're the authority just because they're on broadcast television or they're on the internet or they have so many views, and so somehow that gives them credibility. Well, I don't think so. All right, so that's pretty ridiculous. So obviously they got, Gillette got that wrong. That's what happens when you try to jump on the bandwagon. We start trying to, you know, make people victims and telling us that society is one way when it really isn't. I mean, it's just dividing people. Men aren't really like that. I mean, I don't know about you guys. I mean, I would hate to think that somebody that rapes somebody is listening to this show. But I sure the hell haven't done that. I was raised right. I have two younger sisters. You know, I mean, <laughs> you know, it's, it's just, it's ridiculous on how one-sided this is. I mean, the scope is so small. And then what's crazy is that people that, know, don't, eh, that don't know any better, they listen to this garbage. I mean, it's crazy to me. It's just, it's, it's insane. You know, if you don't have a, you know, if you grew up without a brother or, you know, you're a female and, you know, you don't really have any insight to this subject and you're getting this information. I mean, God, I wouldn't go out in public either. I mean, all this imagery that you're seeing and you're hearing about, it's crazy. It's like, you know, you're try- what are they trying to do? Scare, scare people into thinking that they can't even walk outside their door? I mean, that's ridiculous. You know, but that's unfortunate. You know, that's unfortunately what we, uh, you know, what we're getting in today's society is we're getting that. So... You know, I just want to kind of make you guys aware of, you know, that's just one of the many reasons. And, you know, throughout the show, I'll give you guys tons and tons of information. I'll cite my resources, you know, and I'll tell you guys about this stuff. But, I mean, to kind of introduce you guys to some of the problem, I mean, that's, that's what the problem is. We have major corporations telling us that society is one way, and it clearly isn't like that. Now, let me give you guys a different perspective. So this company... Let me uh, pause it for a second. This company, and I hope I'm saying their name right, Egard Watches, or Egard Watches, one or two, I'm going to say Egard, Egard Watches, they decided to take this spin, and they capitalized. I mean, I like this company. Not because they put males in a, in a positive light. I mean, obviously, I like that. But I like the opportunistic nature of this advertisement. So they, Gillette literally, you know, <laughs> they literally, I've never heard of a, of a razor company that slit their wrists themselves. And that's exactly what they did. I mean, let's, let's say that right now. 
$8 billion loss. Yeah, that advertisement didn't go the way exactly you planned it, huh? Epic fail. Well, this company says, well, if Gillette's going to say this about men, we're going to say this. And I'll kind of direct you guys through this commercial as well. But I want you guys to listen to this and then tell me that, tell me if you guys hear a difference in this one. Let's see if, if these tones are a little bit different than uh, what Gillette's putting out there. What is a man? Is a man brave? Is a man a hero? Is a man is a man a protector? Is a man vulnerable? Is a man disposable? Is a man broken? Is a man trying? All right, sorry about that. I went a little bit longer. I thought there was a little bit more there. But yeah, so almost the same exact time, one minute. This is actually going to go on for a little bit a little bit longer, but the kind of like the dialogue stops at 146. So almost exact same time down to the second as Gillette. So the one thing that you guys didn't hear is they didn't read these statistics. And they put some statistics. And again, you can go on um, YouTube and... Type in, what is a man, a, a response to Gillette. And Eggard Watches came up with this ad. And during this dialogue, you know, with the music and everything, there's, there's stats that they put on there. And the stats are men account for 93% of workplace fatalities. And that's from the Bureau of Labor Statistics. Interesting fact. I mean, that can definitely put some... Uh, Things into perspective for you guys and you girls. Some other stats that they have in this. Men comprise over 97% of war fatalities, U.S. Department of Defense. Okay. Another one that you need to think about. Not, uh, 79% of all homicide victims are male. United Nations Office of Drugs and crime. All right, I'm going to keep going here. Just trying to get to different parts. Here's an eye-opener. And this is, this is going to be a, a topic that I touch on probably in the next, next show. 
Um, but what we're seeing here is says nearly half of fathers without any visitation rights still financially support their children from U.S. Census Bureau. So that goes against a big narrative that men don't step up and support their children. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that goes into that. It's Again, these are things that, you know, you may not realize because it's so one-sided. You're not getting all the information. That's my job. That's why I'm doing this podcast, to expose you guys to the truth. Okay? Another one I'll, I'll shoot out there. Men account for 80% of all suicide victims. World Health Organization. So, you know, those are some, those are some cold hard facts. I love cold hard facts because that's what they are. You can't reason with them. You can't try to manipulate them. It is what it is. All right, so totally different viewpoint on men, right? Now, were they opportunistic on that? Absolutely, that's what a good business does. But you feel that. That's a genuine commercial. They're basically saying, you know, men are leaders. Men are influencers. Strong men go and fight for what's right. 97% of workplace fatalities are men. Thank you, police. Thank you, firefighters. Thank you, EMS. You know, 97% of all fatalities in war, men. Thank you, Marines. Thank you, Army. Thank you, Navy, Coast Guard, National Guard. Anybody else, Space Force that's coming up? (laughs) But you see my point. Two different perspectives, two different directions. Um, I'm just going to go on a limb and say uh, Eggard watches went up. I don't think they lost $8 billion on that ad. Hmm, I wonder why. So the moral of the story, ladies and gentlemen, is, you know, we can, you know, we can jump aboard and we can say that, you know, this is happening in society. We can be told what's going on in mass media. We can be told what's going on by companies. But the bottom line is, guys, it's never what it seems. All right. We do a lot of great things as alpha males. We have a lot of influence. Okay. We can be fathers. We can be influencers. We can be good teammates. We can help people. All right. We're not rapists. You know, like this whole toxic masculinity thing. I mean, it's just, I don't know how that got popular, but it got popular. And, you know, the bottom line is there's no such thing as toxic masculinity. There is such thing as being an asshole, being a dick, you know, being a coward. Those that, you know, participate in raping and feeling girls up when it's not their girl and they're a complete stranger and you're at a party, those are assholes. Those are dickheads. They aren't alpha males. They're cowards. Okay, we don't promote that on this show or as alpha males in general. Okay, that's the difference. No such thing as toxic masculinity because masculinity isn't toxic. Dickheads, assholes, criminals, that's what we call them. This whole toxic masculinity thing just needs to be put to bed. There's no such thing. It's a fallacy. All right, that's the end of segment one. Again, thanks as always for being a part of the Lost Art. We're going to cut to commercial break and we're going to come back 
with segment two. We're going to have a lot of really good stuff for you on the Lost Art. Thank you again. Thank you again for joining us. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back. This is your boy, Austin. Segment two. Segment two, what you won't do. Thanks again for tuning in to Lost Art. I appreciate it. Um, one thing that I wanted to touch on before we go into segment two is about when we talked about losing inspirations. You know, we talked about the unfortunate helicopter crash that happened earlier this week. You know, we talked about Kobe Bryant. We talked about the other the other ones that were involved and how important it is to re- report accurate information, things like that. You know, I understand why people are upset. You know, Kobe Bryant, to a lot of people, inspired them in a lot of different ways. Um, I personally, um, I don't really watch the NBA all that much. And so, I mean, I understand how great Kobe Bryant was. He was a phenomenal player. You know, he gave everything that he had. His work ethic was unparalleled. I mean, even Michael Jordan gave him his rite of passage, you know, based on his work ethic and the things that he did for the game. But, you know, what one person means to somebody obviously doesn't transfer to other people. I mean, for example, when Chris Cornell, leader of Soundgarden, uh, lead singer of Soundgarden, passed away, you know, he committed suicide after a show. I mean, that left me really tore up. And the reason being is because he was, a, I listened to Soundgarden a lot. That was my first tape that I ever bought. And I, yes, I did say tape, so I am dating myself. But that was the first album I ever bought, was, the, was Super Unknown. And I listened to that religiously. And I listened to the other albums, you know, Down on the Upside. You know, Bad Motorfinger. You know, he was a very inspirational influence on me. I play guitar. I'm, you know, I'm, I do that on the side. And he was a huge musical influence on me. And it left me tore up for several days. He was just such a meaningful, inspiring person. And, you know, when people go on social media and they say that, you know, well, Kobe Bryant this, Kobe Bryant that, you know, he shouldn't be glamorized. Well, to some people, they glamorized him. They idolized him. They modeled their game after them. You know, in, in sports, we look to others, you know, for inspiration. You know, I played baseball. There was tons of players that I wanted to emulate. You know, for basketball players, especially ones nowadays, they, they want to emulate Kobe Bryant because Kobe Bryant was a great basketball player. So, you know, I understand that not everybody's idol, inspiration, what have you, is the same. But don't denounce somebody for losing somebody that meant a lot to them. Now, yeah, they probably didn't know him. How many times do you get to meet your idols? Not very often. You like, well, you didn't know him personally. Well, I understand that. I didn't know Chris Cornell personally. I felt like I did through his music. But, you know, again, we have to understand the grand scope of things. Just the way your experiences go isn't the same as somebody else's experience. So if somebody wants to wear a Kobe Bryant jersey to work, put something on their, on their page, let them. Because you don't know how much, that, you know, how much Kobe Bryant meant to them. All right? And so that was my point. So, all right, segment two. So now we're kind of getting a little bit more into relationships. And 
Like I said at the beginning of the show, what we're going to cover in this segment is a true alpha male doesn't allow a woman to change himself. He finds someone who lets him be himself. And then don't let your partner's wounds that were cut from somebody else bleed on you. And so I think these are very important topics that we need to discuss because I've been kind of dealing with that, not just not me personally, but other people. And so, you know, if you have friends, you know, you talk things through and, you know, you kind of see what they're going through. And a lot of what I have to say on this topic comes from other people's experiences and mine, but more so other people. And what I see a lot, unfortunately, and again, let me remind you guys, because <laughs> I know some of you guys are yelling at your phone, yelling at your radio, or however, however it is that you're listening to this podcast, and you're saying, well, it's not just men, it's women, you know, <laughs> This is a male perspective show. I'm a male. All right? I'm not confused about it. <laughs> That's what I am. That's my perspective. This is a male perspective show. You're going to get a male's perspective. I will be fair. I will be fair to ladies. All right? I'm not saying that all males are right. I'm not saying that everything that we do is right. I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm not saying that I'm the authority on the subject, but I have a lot of experience and that's why I started the podcast is maybe you feel the same way as I do. Maybe you can relate to some of the things that I've experienced to what you've experienced. All right. Now let's talk about topic number one, topic number one, a true alpha male doesn't allow a woman to change himself. He finds him someone who lets him be himself. All right. So what I've seen kind of a lot of is I've seen when males get into relationship with a female, the female has the influence on what he does, changes himself. And what I mean by that is they stop doing the things that they like to do. Example, I mentioned in episode one that I got into country swing dancing. In the past year and a half, I've been doing that a lot. I get a lot of enjoyment out of it. I've met a lot of really cool people. I've met my girlfriend doing it. Really fun things to do. Well, whenever I see a male get involved with a female and they get in a relationship, they stop coming out. And there's a lot of jealousy because obviously a male that can dance is going to dance with a lot of women. There's more women than males that like to dance. It's just fact of the matter. The odds are in our favor. So gentlemen, if you're listening and you haven't gotten a country swing yet or any kind of dancing, you need to get into that right now if you're single because the odds are in your favor and that's a good thing. But what I'm seeing is, is that for some reason or another, we're letting females dictate what we do. You can't do that. You have to be your own person. You have to be free to do what you enjoy doing. All right. Now, if we're talking about on the flip side of that, if we're talking about, okay, you got together with somebody and you have a drinking problem and she's trying to get you off of alcohol, that's a good thing. All right. Let's not confuse things. Okay. That's, that's not what we're talking about here. Or if you're on drugs, you're abusing drugs. You know, I'm going to go South Park. Drugs are bad, okay? Then yeah, 
that's, a, that's what we call a positive influence, and you want somebody like that in your life to make you better. What I'm talking about is the exact opposite. I'm saying when women get in a relationship, they feel the need to put restrictions on you, and you let them do it. Now, again, I'm going to have to take it back, and I'm going to say this show is geared towards the majority. You may be the exception to the rule, ladies. You might promote him going out with his buddies. That's a good thing. That's a really good way to get on a, on a guy's side, especially when you start out in a relationship. When, you're, when it's brand new, has that new car smell. Yeah. Don't put a leash on him. Because what happens whenever you put a wolf on a leash? He's going to want to get off it. He's going to want to break off the chains and go out and run wild. If you don't trust your man in public, <laughs> or you don't trust your man enough to be faithful, you're not with the right guy. And guys, if you're with a chick that doesn't trust you, she ain't the right one for you. I don't care what your past history is. I don't care if you've given her a reason to be, whatever. It's, she's just not the right one. Move on. Quit wasting time. You know, and it sounds so simple, but it really isn't. A lot of people feel that they need to stay in this relationship for whatever reason. They don't feel, they're lazy. It's like, well, I'm getting sex and they're cool and they like motocross or they like Star Wars or whatever the case may be. She's a cool chick, whatever. Well, no. If she's putting restrictions on you, telling you you can't go out with your friends, no. Wrong. Eat. Try again. All right? You can't... Here's the thing. You don't want to change for a woman because you don't want to change who you are. If you are changing who you are for her, it's never going to work. Happens all the time. Happens in marriages a lot. Oh, well, if we get engaged or we get married, it'll be different. Oh, it's going to be different. He's going to change. No. He is who he is. An alpha male knows who he is. An alpha male is comfortable in his own skin. He ain't changing. All right? You can't change him. We don't want to change. We like who we are. And again, we as in alpha males. If you want soy boy over there or you want a beta male, they'll change for you. Absolutely. They'll be eating the same things you want to eat. They're going to love having a leash on them. They're going to listen to you whenever you say that you can't go out with your friends. Oh, yeah, they'll do all that stuff for you. But here's the thing. Here's a little secret. Or maybe you already know the secret, but maybe you don't. I don't care. Ladies don't want beta males. Ladies want alpha males. Okay? It's evident through history Women want a strong male to protect them. Back in the days of the caveman, this goes back way, way back. Women want a male to protect them. Why? Because there were saber-toothed tigers. There was all sorts of crazy stuff that was trying to kill them at the time. You know, we don't have to worry about that now because we're at the top of the food chain. But back then, that's what happened. And guess what? All those traits and those innate characteristics remain true. Women want protectors. 
Women don't want beta males. Women don't want to have the conversations with their male about their feelings. They want to talk about their feelings to the male, but they don't want to hear about a male's feelings for the most part. It's a huge turnoff, right? Women want confident, strong males. Bottom line. So if you're a male and you have to change for your woman to be in a relationship, why are you doing that? I don't get you. Why would you want to be with somebody that doesn't accept you for who you are? I know the answer. (laughs) The answer lies between the left and the right thighs. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen Bull Durham or not. I love Bull Durham. I like all those type of um, old 80s style sports movies because they were great, you know, like Major League and the program and things like that. Yeah, I know. I'm a total guy. Again, this is an alpha male show. But in Major, in, uh, I'm sorry, in Bull Durham, there was a scene where the picture was talking to Kevin Costner's character, Crash Davis, and he said, Hey, Crash, you ever know, notice that the uh, shape of a woman's vagina is like a triangle? And, you know, if we're not careful, we can get lost in there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've seen that happen way too many times. And you're whooped. So since you're whooped, you're going to listen to her so that you can continue to sail in the waters, mighty pirate. Well, we're going to have a segment just based on that one day. I call it GPS. Maybe you guys have heard of it. Maybe you guys haven't. But let's just say uh, that acronym doesn't stand for your navigation system on your phone. It means something else. But that's, that's the story on that, guys. You can't, you don't want to change for a woman. You need a woman that's going to accept you for who you are. And if she's trying to change you, there's manipulation. There's a power struggle. There's going to be issues. You don't want that. You want smooth sailing. Don't rock the boat. Okay? She may want to live in chaos. Majority of women love chaos. They won't ever admit to it, but they love chaos. We as, we as alpha males, we hate chaos. We want, it, we want it easy. We want smooth sailing. All right? So you're not going to change if she can't accept you for who you are, then she's not the right woman, all right? If that's the case, then there's a number of variety of ways to deal with that. If you just want to pump and dump, pump and dump. But we talked about why that may not be a good idea last segment, didn't we? But, you know, that's on you. Next thing you can do is end it. And the next thing you can do is just, you know, <laughs> conform. And that never turns out well. So if you have to change with who you are, then... We don't want to do that. All right. So, you know, and, you know, there's a difference. If you're, if, if you're, you know, obviously struggling and you're going through some hard times and you have a woman that's really supportive and is going to help you overcome those obstacles, that's great. That's a, that's a positive change. But if it comes in the form of, let me check your phone, you got, you're not going out with the boys, you can't go out dancing or you can't do X, Y, Z, whatever hobby it is that you're doing then, you know, that's, that's negative. That's confrontational. That's, she's dipping into what makes you tick. If she doesn't like what makes you tick, then you ain't with the right woman. Come on. It sounds simple, but I'm telling you guys and girls, 
sometimes it isn't that simple. Sometimes there's a power struggle. It doesn't, it doesn't need to be a power struggle. It's you like the guy or you don't. You like him for who he is. Don't change him. Like I said, there's, there's actually two segments I can do on this subject. One's about GPS and the other is about um, getting to an engagement or getting into a marriage to change that person. That's like the worst idea ever. Or the keep a man baby. Oh my God, that's probably the worst. Oh, if we have a kid, everything is going to be okay. Say what? Uh-uh. That's another segment I can talk about, guys. Strap it up before you tap it up. No babies. No babies. Bad. Bad, bad, bad. Trust me, you think your life's tough now? Wait till you have an unexpected kid. Yeah. Not fun. I've seen how that works out. Now, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that, you know, I am the poster child on that because there are definitely times where, you know, that didn't happen. But the very least, guys, pull out. Give yourself a damn chance. Holy shit. All right. I'm getting off on wild tangents. All right. So, you know, and I'll be talking more about that. I'll get into more specific examples. But I just want to, you know, I want to kind of touch on that and just kind of uh, reiterate it, you know. Because sometimes we need to hear it. All right. Second part of the segment. Don't let your partner's wounds that were cut from somebody else bleed on you. So in other words, don't let somebody else's fuck up affect you and the relationship that you have with the woman. Happened to me. I learned from it. Happened to a friend of mine. I'm going to use that as an example. But... Guys, we're not our job in a relationship, girlfriend, boyfriend, you know, that way. <clears throat> our job is not to be their counselors. We're not their shrinks. We can't fix them. They have to go out and pursue help. If they realize they have a problem, they have to fix themselves. We ain't going to do it. It's not our job. So we're not licensed to do that. We may have knowledge about that. We may you know, provide them with insight and ways and means to improve. But when it comes down to it, do they want to change if something bad happened to them in a relationship? Are they willing to get the help for it? And we're talking professional help. We're not talking about, hey, you know, we, me, and, me and the boyfriend talked about it and we're good now. No, it's, it goes far deeper than that. Those wounds go deeper than you think. And let me give you an example. So, a friend of mine, <clears throat> friend, of, really good friend of mine, is in a conundrum with his longtime girlfriend, and he decides not to talk to her about some problems. And so the problems were, I mean, tell me if you heard this story, got involved with somebody, fucked her over, left, now she's mentally scarred and she doesn't trust men. But yet, she's in a relationship, a serious one, and there's, there's issues. You know, there's issues with the physical aspects. You know, she's 
basically withholding sex. There's other things about trust. I mean, that has a recipe for disaster on it. And the problem with that, gentlemen, is until the woman decides that, you know, she can get past that, that that's going to be a wound that's going to continue to bleed and it's going to bleed all over you. And there's really nothing much you can do about it except recommend her to go to counseling or recommend for her to do it in a different way. Maybe take a break for a while, come back whenever, you know, she's okay with it. Maybe it doesn't, maybe she'll never get over it. The fact of the matter is, is that you guys have to see the red flags like that and you have to act on it. Because later on down the road, you're going to pay for it. You know, you will. You're, you're, you're going to pay for those problems. You didn't do anything about it. You ever notice like how sometimes like your woman's just mad at you for no reason? You know what I mean? Like there's just, you did something like, I don't know, you went to the store and you didn't tell her. You come back and she's pissed at you. Yeah, that's not normal. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I'm just using that example. I'm just using it off the top of my head. And, you know, there's nothing, there's nothing you can say or do to get out of it. And you're like, well, why are you making such a big problem out of this? And it has to do with those experiences that you have with the other guy. Well, the last time I was with another guy, he went out to the store and didn't tell me. And then he wound up going and cheating on me with my best friend. I'm not saying that's what happened. That's, I'm just using it as this as an, as an example. All right. So, I mean, there's nothing we can do about that, guys. So, what I'm saying is, is that you don't have to sit there and go over everything that she's been through and try to come up with a solution and, be, and basically be her shrink. She has, to, she has to get over those mental obstacles. And if she doesn't, that's just leading down a road you don't want to travel down because it's going to cause problems in the future. She's going to have trust issues. She's going to have problems with you doing what you need to do to accomplish goals. She's going to, you know, she's going to have a problem with you going out with your buddies. Like that's, you've got to have your alone time. You guys can't be up each other's asses 24-7. It's just not healthy. But some women are like that. And I'm going to tell you guys about 9 out of 10 women that, you know, I'm, just saying, nine out of ten, most likely is because they experienced some kind of traumatic experience with a past boyfriend or relationship. They haven't mentally got over that hurdle. You may be again. <laughs> you're suffering from somebody else's mistreatment of your woman, and so. The point of me bringing this up is, is you have to deal with it at some point. You can't just sweep it on the rug, ignore it. It's not going away. It's going to come back up. You know, obviously, my solution to the problem is talk to her about it. Tell her to go get some counseling. Tell her to go get her mind right. And then visit, at, you know, come back to this at a later date. You know, that's, that's really what has to happen. If you try to sweep it under the rug or, oh, she'll get over it, no. If she's holding on to that baggage, that baggage is going to be there until you figure out what to do with it. You know, she's mad at you for things that you didn't do. You know, she's going to be 
awfully judgmental of the things that you do sometimes. All right. And again, I got to cover my ass here because I know that the female listeners are probably like, well, what about the men? What about the men? Well, yeah, I'm not saying that men don't have baggage either. Men do the same exact damn thing. They think that a girl's going to do something that their past girlfriend did and they treat you some type of way and you didn't deserve it. So there you go, women. I'm fair. <laughs> Again, this is a male perspective show. But like I said, I will be fair. Because we know that we're not perfect. Sometimes we like to think we are, but we're not. So am I getting, am I getting through to you guys? Does this make sense? Somebody's had to experience this before. We all have. With me, you know, I'll, I'll speak briefly on my experience with it. My experience was, I mean, I'm not going to go on and on about it. This show can last as long as I want to, and I'll, I can go into more detail. But bottom line, I was with a girl um, for a year and a half. Her boyfriend cheated on her, and she was always accusing me of not wanting her, not thinking that she was pretty, um, not including her in, in certain things. And she felt that I didn't want her around. I mean, it was ridiculous. This girl was gorgeous. She was the type of girl when we walked into the room or like say we're at like a perfect example. We were at, we were at an Arizona Rattlers game and we both had to go to the bathroom. And so she got up the stairs quicker than me. And so I was like, you know, kind of trailing behind in the back, you know, kind of keeping my distance a little bit. And I just happened to walk through the concourse and I was just looking around to see um, what kind of reaction she was getting. And literally like a lot of guys literally stopped in their tracks or looked over their shoulder, give her the whole, you know, give her the uh, over the shoulder look. And she was gorgeous. And I kept telling her that she didn't believe me. I mean, it was, it was nuts. She had a lot of insecurities about her past boyfriend. It, that, that was something that I couldn't help. There was nothing I could do to fix it. We've talked about it. I encouraged her to go get help about it. And that was the ultimate demise of the relationship. She just didn't think that she wasn't convinced that I was, I was 100% bought into her. And I was. You know, we had, you know, we, there's, we had problems like every other relationship. But when it gets down to it, guys, I mean, either she trusts you or she doesn't. And it's not our job to be her shrink. Okay. A lot of guys try to fix women. A lot, of guys, a lot of girls like to fix men. All that goes on so many times. They get with the bad boy. They want to tame the bad boy. Yeah. That's not happening. All right. So there, there's my spiel on that. And like I said, there's, this show is going to go as long as I want it to. And I can go into a lot more detail, which I'm going to. But, you know, segment one kind of ran a little bit longer than I thought. So I got kind of had to slim down segment two. But those are some topics that we're still going to discuss. And as soon as I get the email address, you guys can start sending me stuff. Maybe there's questions that you want to know. Maybe there's something I didn't touch on that I said I was going to touch on. You can remind me. But that's what we got going on. So segment two done. Gentlemen, alpha males, don't change for your woman. 
If she wants to be with you, she wants to be with you for you. She's trying to change you. No bueno. Also, don't stick around and let her bleed all over you from wounds that you didn't cut. Address it. Does it suck? Yes. Is it going to improve your relationship? Yes. Do it. All right. Segment two done. I'm going to cut to a break real quick. Segment three. Oh, you know who's going to be coming in on segment three. Don't want to miss this. You're listening to The Lost Art. What's up, guys? This is your boy, Austin. And as you can tell from the music, you know what time it is. Mr. Two Real making his appearance, as he always does on segment three. Oh, yeah. This is a special type of segment that we here at The Lost Art want to incorporate. We incorporated it in the first episode. He's back the second episode, and I think he's going to stay for a little while. So, quick introduction to Mr. Too Real. Mr. Too Real calls it like he sees it. He calls people out. He wants to smoke. A little chip on his shoulder. Why? Because he's frustrated with all the bullshit. And he just wants to let you guys know how to stay away from it. Or, if somebody's introducing the bullshit into your life, how we can extricate him or her out of your life. So, without further ado, Mr. Too Real. What's up, guys? What's up? Mr. Too Real back in the building. And he's going to talk about Captain Save-A-Hoe. We know Captain Save-A-Hoe. He's your friendly neighborhood beta male. Your friendly neighborhood soy boy. Who likes to get involved in women's business. And he thinks he's doing a service to her. But what he's really doing is he's just being a nuisance. And the lovely ladies that keep Mr. Captain Sabahoe around, that's their safety net. That's the guy that tells them that everything is going to be okay. They're the best thing since sliced bread. Even though they're displaying their thought-like tendencies all over the place. Yeah, we know Mr. Captain Sabahoe. So, for those of you guys listening that don't know who Captain Savaho is, Captain Savaho is that guy that interjects himself into conversations, and that could be on the street, that could be on social media, could really be anywhere, and basically tells the thought that her thought-like tendencies aren't wrong, they're accepted, she isn't wrong, the guy's wrong. How can the guy be so crazy and letting her go because she was a thought? Now, Captain Savaho. Oh my God. Where do we start? Well, Captain Savaho, like I said, he just likes to interject himself into conversation. So, you know, exhibit one we have a thought on social media. And she's talking about. How, you know, it's her body. She can do whatever she wants with it. She can post it online. She can post it all over the place. 
and men need to respect her. And when alpha male shows up and tells her, well, the reason why you can't keep a man is because you're a thought. You display thought-like tendencies. You expect men to respect you, but you continue to exhibit thought-like tendencies. Then Mr. Captain Savo comes in and says, you're the most beautiful girl in the world. Everything you do is great. I love your photo shoot. Oh, you, you're such a beautiful soul, too. Not only are you beautiful, but you have a kind soul. No, you're not. No, she's not. She's looking to get in where she fits in. She's using her body to get likes. She's fishing for likes. And you are just enabling her to continue on with her thought-like practices. Stop it, dude. You know what I hate about Mr. Captain Savaho the most? Is that Captain Savaho actually thinks that he's going to be able to get at these girls that do that. Like, it puts them in, like, a better light. Like, it puts him in a place where they, all of a sudden, they naturally are just going to say, you know what, Captain Savaho, you can take me out. I want you to take me out on a date. And Captain Savaho rushes, plans the date, takes her to the expensive restaurant, thinks that he's actually going to get at that. And what really, what she really wants is she just wants a friend. Oh, isn't that nice? She wants the guy... Who's in the friend zone. But she'll take the free dinner. And the bottle of champagne. And the bottle service. All that stuff. Oh yeah, she'll do that. And then whenever Captain Sivo decides. At the end of the night to move in. If he even has the balls to do it. Because he's a beta male. And you know, we don't want to make a move on a girl. That would just, that would, that wouldn't be right. She rejects him. In a polite way. Oh, I just see you as a friend. Oh, you're like a brother to me. And guess what? The cycle repeats itself. He meets her for coffee. She complains about the guy that dumped her. He probably got, she probably got pumped and dumped. Meets her at the Starbucks. Where is he? Mr. Captain, save a hoe to save the day. Talks her off the ledge. Says, you know, she's a princess and every guy needs to treat her as such. And I'll treat you that way. And she's like, oh, you're so nice, but I just don't see you that way. Yeah. What otherwise, Captain Savaho, you're not going to get it. Why? Why isn't Captain Ho ever going to get her? Well, simple. He ain't alpha male. Bottom line. Like Stone Cold Steve Austin. And that's the bottom line. Because Stone Cold said so. That's what happens. So if you know somebody that's a Captain Save-A-Ho. If you are Captain Save-A-Ho. I'm calling you out. You need to stop being Captain Save-A-Ho. You need to reverse that way of thinking. You need to join us on the Alpha Male team. And then... You'll start to see the light. Trust me on this. Girls love a Captain Savaho, but just as friends. Nothing more. That's the bottom line, guys. So either you need to adapt or you're going to be home by yourself and you'll be with a girl. You'll just be with Rosie and her five friends. 
Mm-hmm. That's right. So this is Mr. Two Real signing off. Join the Alpha Male team and join the Lost Art. Well, there you have it, guys. Mr. Two Real. Calling it like it is. Gotta love Mr. Two Real. Gotta love Mr. Two Real. What do you think, guys? Pretty spot on with that. It's hilarious to me. I see it too. I see it all the time. You know, you try, you try to explain it. You try to, you, you, you try to help them out. They just won't take it. So they got to learn. But you know, that's what the show's for. And again, if you're offended, you're probably what we're talking about. So again, maybe you need to think about the decisions you're making in your life and change them. Because we're all about improvement here on The Lost Art. We all can improve. But the first sign is that you realize there's a problem. Second sign is, well, where do I go? You come here. You listen to Mr. Two Real. You listen to segment one. You listen to segment two. All right. Well, thanks again for joining us, guys. I appreciate it. Uh, other thing I want to remind you guys about, make sure that you like this podcast. That way you get notifications when I keep posting new content. If you are relying on me to specifically send you a message, that's going to go away. Okay? You need to subscribe. It will automatically send you messages. I can't spend all day sending you guys personal text messages. Listen to my podcast. Listen to my podcast. All right. It's not because I don't love you. I love you. But, you know, that gets very tedious. It gets very time consuming. And I just can't be sending out specialized messages to everybody. Got some good, got some good uh, amount of listeners. Better than what I expected. So that's a good thing. Hopefully you guys are returning. If you guys are new, welcome. Subscribe. Just press a little button. It's all it takes. I'm not giving you guys any, any work that you can't do. Just hit subscribe. Boom, you get notifications. So with that being said, guys, thank you for listening to me. Hopefully you got some laughs. Hopefully you got something out of it. And with that, I cannot wait to do the next one next week. And until then, stay safe, stay sober, stay alive. And this is... The Lost Art.